Well, hey there. Welcome to the People Gardener podcast. I'm Rhonda Delaney, your host, also known as the People Gardener. Thrilled to put this podcast together to help small business owners, new business owners, frustrated business owners, and aspiring leaders, whether they're inside business or outside. Each week, we bring you some actionable steps so that you can actually improve your skill as a leader. That's what we're about. We're here to help you become a better leader by giving you access to lots of different perspectives. The guests are varied. We're thrilled to have them. Get out your pen, get out your paper, and be ready to learn. Every single episode, you're going to be able to take something away that you can implement. Are you ready? Let's get to work. Well, hey there. Welcome back to the People Gardener podcast. Okay, week four, as far as emotional intelligence is concerned. We're talking about relationship management. That sounds almost a little <laughs> austere and manipulative, maybe. <laughs> when we talk about managing. But yeah, what it refers to or what it means from my perspective is it's the ability to build and nurture healthy and productive relationships with others. And you know, there's there's a few kinds of relationships inside organizations. All right, maybe I should, it's better to say there's, a few facets to a relationship. As you think about it, if you're the owner of the company and you have a boss-employee relationship, but then you also can have a boss-friend relationship and possibly a boss, you might have a partner. So you it might be a, a peer relationship you also have a different level of relationship with the managers or supervisors inside your organization. You're wanting to make sure all of them are optimized, I guess, is the best way to do it. Not to do it, but to the best way to say it. <laughs> Effective communication. You know, we all know this, right? You know this. I know this. Communication is vital for everything that we do every single day. And yet, so often we just suck at it. <laughs> we Sometimes we it's fear. We don't really know what to say or how to say it. Other times it's laziness, couldn't be bothered. Other times you're emotionally in a bad place. Last week we talked... <laughs> Or I should say the second week, we talked about managing your emotions, getting control of them, but sometimes you don't, and then the communication suffers. There's lots of reasons why communication doesn't happen and doesn't happen as well as you'd like it to. Being aware of the why is good because then you can fix it. You understand what you need to change. Being curious being interested. I know, you know, I keep harping on this and I keep saying the same thing. 
But I believe that leadership is simple and it is the simple, honest, heartfelt activities that we engage in with those that we lead that make the difference. It doesn't have to be a complicated thing. It's remembering a birthday. Remember somebody had a doctor's appointment and check in and see how it went. Remember a pet has become ill or has died or they you know, had to put it down because of who knows why. Those are all things that affect every single human being and being aware, just ask the question. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I feel like I have my bossy pants on <laughs> the, last, the last few weeks and it's like, yeah, we just need to do these simple, simple things. And yet we get so caught up in the day in answering the questions and making the decisions and facilitating here and putting out a fire there and having that difficult conversation that you know you need to have and good for you, you had it. But it still takes time. It still takes the energy. It takes the focus. And it's hard. Let's just call it what it is. It's hard to remember all of the things that you know will help you be an effective leader and be a person that is able to create this environment because you have been systematically working at being a better boss, a more inclusive person, a more in tune person, a more interested person. It will pay off. You don't have to get it all accomplished in one day in one week, in one month or one year. Every single person in your organization that watches you working on yourself and working on your relationship with them week in and week out, they will give you the time. They know that your heart is in it. They know you want it to work and they will be patient. And you need to be patient with yourself. Hey, I'm working on it. I have come a long way. And it's easy to, how do I say this? We lose track. If you don't, at the beginning of this change, of this whole self-awareness, emotional intelligence, if you don't have a measurement, if you don't have a, a place that you've drawn a line in the sand, this is where I'm at. As you go through, it's hard for you to look back and say, hmm, you know what? I have grown. This is good because I was there and now I'm here. With relationships with people, you are getting the benefit of that feedback on a regular basis. So for the this relationship part that we're talking about managing relations, it's one of the nicest parts of this because you get feedback. You're interacting with these people. You can feel the difference in the relationship. They're responding 
to your curiosity. They're responding to your interest in them. You're, they're responding to your care and to your concern. When you become really strong at this skill, this relationship management, you have the ability to inspire and influence your team. This is what I talked about in uh, a few podcasts ago, I guess, is creating a team of raving fans. Raving fans, they love you. They cheer for you. They will follow you where you want them to go. They're all in because they know that you're all in for them. You have that influence. You have that inspiration ability. You can't get there by being self-centered. <laughs> you can't get there without sharing yourself and being interested in the people that you lead. Another part of the relationship management is fostering positive connections. So that could be putting people on your team together that you feel would be a good fit. And often what happens is you can move people. You might be moving somebody to another department, but it's what's best for them. And it's because you have this relationship with them and you understand who they are, what their skill set is, where it is they want to go in the company, and what just really gets them excited. And you're constantly looking for the absolute best place for them to land. So you're connecting them. And it might start with connecting them with the department head. And it might be you having the conversation with the department head saying, you know what? I've got somebody in my department that I feel would be so well suited to yours. Let me know when you have an opening come up and let's revisit this because I think this person would be a fabulous asset. So it might be you having the conversation with the department head, knowing that there's an opportunity down the road for the person that you have in your department. When that opportunity comes, that is a huge deal. When you are the one promoting that somebody be moved into a position, right? They appreciate that. Absolutely appreciate it. The other part of relationship management is, you know, managing the conflicts constructively. I'm a firm believer that when you are constantly communicating and working with your team and teams of people, there's less likelihood for serious conflicts to arise because everybody is on the same page. Everybody understands. Now, that's not to say conflict's going to happen. It absolutely is. It's part of living. It's part of the business owner's life and part of the leader's life. But it doesn't have to be a full-blown volcano when every day you're working at 
answering in any of the questions and knocking out those little embers, those little flames, addressing everything immediately and being open, letting people know that you are available. You know, I've got a, a podcast episode. Make sure I get it right here. So it's rondadelaney.com forward slash episode 90. And it's, is your door really open? Part of the relationship is being having that open door that people understand they're more than welcome to walk through it and talk with you about anything that's necessary. Anything that's happening in their life, inside or outside the company. That's a great episode to look at. And then episode 78, so rondadelaney.com forward slash episode 78, that's tending your people garden. And that speaks a lot to this relationship management. Looking after your people, looking after all aspects of what happens inside the building pertaining to their job and how they interact with everybody else. But it's also whatever's going on in their life, being open and being interested, being curious to that, that builds the relationship. So how are you going to build on the relationships that you already have? What could you do today, tomorrow, next week, and then continue the practice? What could you do that would help to foster the relationships? Find questions. Find activities. And I know that there's lots of help out there. There's lots of help on the internet, lots of ideas. You know your people. You may not think you do, but you do if you sit down and figure that out about each person. What do I know? And how could I know more so that I build these strong relationships? Because the thing is, when things get tough, and they're going to, every business has its ups and downs, you want a team of raving fans that has your back when things get tough because they're second to none. They will go all out, all in, and help weather that storm. That's it for this week. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Hopefully you have a nugget or two that you'll be able to implement this week as part of your ever-evolving leadership style. If you haven't already downloaded the Be Interested app, it's my new app. It's available on Apple uh, App Store and also the Google Play Store. I do have free content on there. I have my 25 Ways to Be Interested Workbook and Challenge, which is a wonderful step-by-step, um, day-to-day -day way of incorporating those questions, the whys of being interested in your people. There's also uh, videos on there and a uh, resource. So we've got TED Talks and books and podcasts and yeah, it's just lots of wonderful resources for you. So absolutely go and check it out and we'll talk to you next week.